Hey, y'all, Eric Gadcock, this Awkward Life. Listen, I want to talk about something that we don't do much anymore. It's very alien to some people. Talk about writing letters, guys. Hope y'all stick around. Just wanted to thank all y'all for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for all the feedback. You know, today's episode is brought to you by the Yard Barber. You know, you work too hard to cut your own grass. Call Clay at the Yard Barber. You can find his information in the description and the details of this podcast. They do great landscaping work, and uh, they do residential and commercial. So give Clay Barber at the Yard Barber a, uh, a call for all your lawn care needs. Uh, I was talking to a young man the other day, and I don't know how we brought this up, but he was talking about how he had never uh, he had never written a letter uh, or mailed it through the mail or anything like that, which was kind of odd, but not really so much these days because uh, you know there's you know everything's emails really. So I got to thinking, you know, it brought me back to a, a lot of memories. Uh, I remember the first person that I wrote a letter to was my grandmother, and um, I had addressed it and mailed it off, and it was kind of odd. She lived in a very rural area, and uh, it was a, uh, you know, it just, she didn't have a house number. It was just Zuller Adcock, Route 5, Kosciuszko, Mississippi, and there it was. I remember that much because I found some correspondence when I cleaned her old house out a couple of years ago. But, uh, but anyway, so it got there, and uh, I would always be amazed when I would go see her later that there would be my letter, and it got from way over at my house, way over here, and uh, it just amazed me. And I always knew where it was going, you know, because I would imagine that mail carrier taking it to the mailbox, and I, I knew her, her uh, little place really well, and she had come down the, the, the one step of her house, and she had walked, you know, maybe less than a hundred feet to her mailbox and, and get that. And so I knew all about the area and location it was going to. Uh, there was this time years ago when I worked for a, uh, a hospice company and, um, I did a lot of things there, but one of the things that I did was, uh, I sat with patients every now and then when, um, their care need, caregiver needed to go out. Now I'll never forget, uh, they had asked me to sit with this, uh, man, um, at the hospital while his, uh, his wife went out to do some shopping. And, uh, I can't remember his full name. I know his first name was Henry. And uh, I went there and I took a, uh, my sketch pad, my little notebooks was back before you could text and the phones were not that great. And, uh, so I sat there and we talked a little bit and he was, he'd just stare off a lot. Wouldn't, didn't say a whole lot. He had a, he had a brain tumor, terminal brain tumor. And, uh, I remember we made small talk for a little bit and he would drift in and out of, of sleep and I'd, I'd, he'd uh, wake up and he may want some water or something like that. And I would, I would give him some, but then later in the afternoon, I'd say within about three or four hours later in the afternoon, he just, he never looked at me. He just kind of looked out. He was looking out the window. He said, uh, now Eric, if you want to write me a letter to my home, uh, I'll give you my address. I'm like, like, okay. So he gave me the address and I remember jotting it down in my, my sketchbook. And, um, 
I didn't think anything about it, you know. I just kind of, his wife came back, and I didn't say anything about the, the address or anything. I just um, went about my way. Uh, about a week or two later, he passed away, and we've got a um, an obituary for his funeral. So I remember that the address he gave me wasn't where he was being buried, so I thought that was kind of kind of strange. So I went to the went to the funeral and um, sat in the back. Like I said, I was not part of the family. I was just a, a worker with the hospice organization that he was um, being taken care of with. So after the service, I approached his wife, and we talked a bit. And she, I asked her if she remembered me. She said she did. And I said, listen, uh, Mr. Henry had given me this address uh, of where to write him, and uh, I thought that was strange. Does this ring a bell? And she looked at it, and she said, uh, she said no, that doesn't really ring a bell unless it's where he grew up. Maybe it's his old home. And I thought a lot of times about that is that, we get letters, we've gotten letters from the Lord in the Bible, and he tries to tell us in so many words about how great heaven is, and we don't know how wonderful it is, but we send him letters back in prayer, we talk to him back and forth, and in the entire time we're doing that, in our mind we're picturing what that place is going to be like, and our hearts are headed that way. You know, every time we pray, we should say, you know what, I want to see heaven in my mind more today than yesterday. I want it to be more real than it ever has been. And when we read the letters back from the Lord that he's given us in the Bible, he said that I has not seen or ear heard about the greatness and the goodness of where he's going to prepare a place for us. And that's exciting. That's very exciting. Hey, guys, I appreciate y'all listening to me tonight. If you want to drop me a letter, you can write me a letter at P.O. Box 61, Sebastopol, Mississippi. Let me know what you think about the podcast. Uh, the zip code to Sebastopol, Mississippi is 39359. Make my day <laughs> and drop me a letter in the mail. No one writes letters anymore. But uh, that'd be great, and I'd write you back. Hey, y'all, thanks again. Remember, check out the descriptions in the podcast. You'll find the yard barber there, and I may even put a place to bookmark my grandmother's old house. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Bye.